Midweek Podcast. Uh, appreciate you taking some time to listen and um, to take advantage of this. We pray that it is helpful to you. Um, today, uh, I'm here with Lou Ramirez. Lou, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, good. Thanks for thanks for taking some time to, to be here with us today. And um, wanted to, to obviously have an opportunity to um, have the church maybe get to know you just a little bit more. I mean, I know a lot of people know you, but, um, you know, there's been so many newer people that have come and this is a really great way to be able to kind of speed up the process of allowing the church to know some church members. Sure. Um, but then we're also going to talk a little bit about, uh, a new ministry we're kind of starting up and, uh, called grief share that we're uh, doing that you're helping to lead. So we'll talk about that in a moment, but before we do, would you mind just sharing a little bit of your story maybe how you came to know Christ sure. uh, and how you ended up here in uh, in Nacogdoches and then specifically at Grace Bible Church. Yes. Well, uh, I grew up in a non-churched family. Mm-hmm. My parents were from different denominations. And way back in around 1930, maybe, when they got married, uh, Neither church would marry them unless the other person <laughs> converted. Yeah. So they managed to find uh, a pastor who would do the wedding at my grandmother's house, <laughs> uh, sort of on the sly. Yeah. And then in order to keep peace in both families, they decided just not to go to church. Hmm. So my sister and I, we were the only two, uh, grew up without church experience. Mm. And um, then I became, well, by the time I got into college, pretty antagonistic toward people who were religious, Mm -hmm. Um, especially growing up in the Southeast, a lot of Southern Baptists uh, who were friends of mine in high school and college tried to drag me to this revival, that revival. Yeah. Uh, And... uh, So it actually was not until I was 28 years old. I had gone to college and graduate school, and I was teaching at uh, Drury University in Mm -hmm. Springfield, Missouri. And uh, it was there that I became a Christian Mm -hmm. because of different things in my life that just sort of all hit me at once, and I just felt like it was falling apart. And I finally was at a point where I needed God Hmm. and knew that I did. And uh, so it's a long story, but uh, the bottom line is that during the summer, uh, there and, uh, you know, summer vacation all, I did become a Christian. Hmm. I did meet the Lord. And... uh, when we came back to school that fall, the change in me was so obvious that everybody on campus asked me, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, praise God for that. Yes. I was very glad to tell them. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Um, you, uh, I, I spoke with, uh, with Brent a little bit, told him that you and I were, were going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And he, he made me aware of a, a time that, that you two were getting together and you before your meeting, sent ahead your testimony, your kind of written out oh, story. Yeah. 
And, um, and that was, that stuck out to him. It was really important to him. And, and obviously, you know, we, we want people to be able to articulate what, what it is that the Lord has done in their life. And you've obviously written that down. You've, you've prepared that in a way that you can share it with someone and, and that, um, how would you, how would you encourage, you know, folks within our church to, um, to maybe do that for themselves. What would be the value of that? Like, why was that so important to you to maybe send that ahead, maybe before meeting with someone? And then as a, maybe as a church member, why would it be important to write down your story? Well, uh, it's a very important thing. We all have our story. And, uh, you know, I, I belong to a Zoom group, which is a Christian small group on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The organization that sponsors that does a lot of workshops, and they added a new workshop last year. It's an all-day thing on Saturdays, and this one is called Telling Your Story <laughs> and Receiving a Blessing. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing that workshop as a participant in a couple of weeks uh, because we all do have our story mm-hmm. of who we are, and of our life, and many of us uh, don't have an opportunity really to share that. So I honestly don't remember when it became important to me to write it, write down, you know, the story of my coming to faith. Um, but it's been quite a while, and I remember using it uh, here at Grace Bible Church before. Um, you know, becoming a Christian later, already an adult, um, and not having had grown up in a tradition, um, I was very free to just enjoy whatever good church God led me to hmm. without any kind of uh, hang-ups from some previous experience. Sure, yeah. And so, you know, I've been in three or four different kinds of churches, um, over four decades now, and um, I have always seen the similarities. Mm. And, you know, sure, I'm aware of the differences, but they seem so insignificant to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, somewhere along the line, uh, it was probably a small group exercise or some kind of ministry exercise to write out your testimony of how mm. you came to faith. Yeah. So I did that. And I do remember reading that um, to the small group that I've been in now for 10 years, uh, led by Ralph and Theta Busby, um, and uh, having somebody from the staff there and mm-hmm. hearing it. And it was a good thing for people. Mm. That's great. That's really encouraging. It, it, it is, you know, when you actually sit down for a moment and try to put pen to paper and recall the Lord's faithfulness to you, one, it's, it's, uh, I don't know about you, for me, I, it's a little cathartic for me to like get mm-hmm. a pen and, and be able to write. It's a, it's a great exercise to sit there and, and recall the, the Lord's faithfulness. Um, but you also become more familiar with it yourself. As you retell right. it yourself, it becomes easier for you to remember the themes of your life and um, to be able to relate to people when they go through maybe similar things that you've gone through. And 
Um, so that kind of that kind of leads us to maybe consider this. So um, we, we mentioned grief share. Um, there obviously is a part of your story, and probably a part of maybe all of our stories. We've maybe all experienced grief in some way. Maybe we're all, you know, even if, as a twenty year old, you may not have lost anyone yet, but uh, certainly you've maybe lost, you know, uh, a, a dream or an idea or an opportunity or something. There's ways that we grieve. Mm-hmm. Other things, obviously, but uh, at some point in our lives, we're all going to probably l- lose someone, and so um, so we know that that I, I know that that's a part of a part of your story, and so I, I'd love to to kind of get to know um, or, or allow you to share uh, what's kind of led you to to maybe lead in uh, bringing this kind of ministry to our church uh, to our people. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, if, if that's okay, maybe sharing part of part of your story with that, and right. um, and then maybe tell us a little bit about who this could be for. Sure. Well, uh, you know, getting an education and then working professionally and in academic situations uh, as a teacher of theater, although it was for me design and technology, not really acting, but I was around it a lot. And I had to go through, you know, various courses as an undergraduate in acting and directing and things that weren't going to be part of my job. Those things actually really helped me to get in touch with the emotional side of myself more. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, it goes all the way back to that. And um, I actually was... Uh, someone who did lose uh, a special person when I was about 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, similarity to your own story, I lost my grandmother, mm-hmm. who had been really a special person to me, uh, really had taken care of me a lot, uh, although I had a mother and a father. But, yeah. you know, she was really important to me. And uh, there, there was actually, although I wasn't a person of faith at the time, there was a real uh, kind of prophetic dream that I had one night about her. Mm. And the next morning, my mother called to say she had just passed away. Mm. So um, that was an early experience with grief. But I really didn't know what to do with it. Sure. You know, and um, then, you know, I lost couple of pet dogs along the way Mm. Eh, a little sad but it was really uh not until my wife of 35 years judy biss um who was a member of grace uh, died of cancer in 2017 and that really shook my world completely and put me on this path. People often refer to this as a journey mm-hmm. of grief. Um, because when you lose someone like a spouse or a child, you know, or someone who's just really been close and a part of your life for a long time, um, it's, it's a devastating kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, men who lose their wives usually refer to it 
uh, and talk about it as if they have lost an appendage. Mm. And that's what it feels like, you know. My leg wasn't there. My arm yeah. wasn't there. Um, so that, that's what really propelled me to become much more aware of my own feelings and then to become more aware and empathetic toward other people mm-hmm. who were suffering from grief or other kinds of losses. Um, and then uh, in 2019, I went through a grief share group. It was over at Timber Creek Church in mm-hmm. Lufkin. And I had never heard of it at the time. I saw some announcement online and thought, oh, that could be really helpful. Hmm. Well, it was an enormous help to me. And one thing that I really appreciated about Grief Share and still do appreciate, although there are a number of other kinds of very good grief support groups, Grief Share specifically uses a lot of scriptural material Hmm. along with... um, presentations by specialists in psychology and grief counselors and so on. So um, that was a great experience. And I thought at some point I want to be able to help people in the same way. Yeah. Um, And then it really wasn't until, you know, COVID had been around for a year and a half and there were so many Uh, losses that I thought we really need to do something right here. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you have. And I know that um, that there are some some others who are kind of helping you and leading that and helping facilitate things. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about maybe some specifics about what that looks like for our church? How can people be a part of that? Sure. Um, And that kind of thing. Um, Yeah. One general thing to mention is that um, Nacogdoches County, as of two days ago, has officially recorded 243 deaths from COVID alone Mm. in the last two years. Um, And there's some research done by Christianity Today magazine that says that for every COVID death, there are approximately nine surviving relatives who are left bereaved. Hmm. So if you do the math, that means that there's nearly 2,200 people in Nacogdoches County alone grieving people that they have lost just to COVID. Hmm. Um, So we, uh, you know, Brent and I began to talk about it early in December and um, he thought it sounded like a great idea. And um, he and I both uh, right away thought about Gloria Bay, mm-hmm. uh, who's been very active leading our uh, senior singles ministry. And uh, she had actually also gone through grief share. Mm-hmm. Uh, her husband passed the same year that my wife did. And actually, Judy and I knew Gloria and Dan. So, um, so then I asked Gloria if she would be, you know, uh, one of the team leaders for this. Hmm. And then we have two other people who have also had a lot of experience, uh, 
around grief um, because of their professional careers. Hmm. Uh, they've worked as uh, physical therapists and nurses. So um, both uh, Tracy Izzard and Joanne Stewart are also going to be facilitators for our group. That's great. That's great. So uh, if somebody were, well, let me ask it this way. How do you know, <laughs> how do you know if you need this? Uh, that's a good question. And I think that uh, in our culture, yeah, uh, America is so youth oriented and mm -hmm. so life oriented and really averse to talking about grief and death and loss. Mm -hmm. So none of us really are very prepared for it. And so I think often what happens, and I've read a lot of research uh, in the last four years about grief, and what happens is that none of us are really well prepared to confront it, even mm -hmm. though we will. You know, all of us are going to lose our grandparents. We're all going to lose our parents. Mm -hmm. You know, if we get married, half of us are going to lose our spouse. Mm -hmm. And uh, often what happens, because we're not really prepared, we're not really educated about it, uh, we think once it's over and the funeral is over and we've kind of had a chance to recover physically and from the immediate trauma, we think we're okay. Mm -hmm. The truth is, almost nobody is okay. Yeah. And what usually propels people to join grief share groups or another grief support group is that they experience the intense emotions of grief, of mourning the person they have lost. And there are so many possible triggers for that. You know, just a restaurant that you go to for dinner that, oh, yeah, this is where mm -hmm. my wife and I used to go. Or <clears throat> other kinds of contacts, a song that you hear. You know, and it triggers these responses. So at some point, many people realize, man, I'm not really over this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do about that. And... So then, as they hear about grief support groups, they are able to join. So Grief Share really is set up for people grieving the death of a family member or a friend. Um, you know, it's not for uh, dealing with the loss of your job, mm -hmm. uh, you know. And there's a whole separate wing of the Grief Share organization called Divorce Care, mm. which deals with that kind of loss. Um, but anyone who has lost someone through death um, is, is welcome. And, you know, primarily it's for people 18 years old or older uh, because it is, you know, dealing with very adult themes. Mm -hmm. um, but um, Grief Share has a very extensive online resource, and there are specific resources there for working with high school kids or younger children as well. Um, when people do join, they discover that they're not alone. Hmm. 
that there are other people who have had this kind of experience, who understand their hurts, their emotions, the painful experience that they have gone through in loss. Uh, and then Grief Share offers uh, really helpful, practical information. Uh, all of that information has been recorded on videos. And so at any particular Grief Share session, uh, there will be a video, might be 30 minutes long, some are a little bit longer. Um, and everyone will watch that. And then typically we will break out into smaller groups to discuss the video and also to give people who are participants in the group a chance to just share their story mm -hmm. if they want to. There's never any pressure to have to speak about yourself. Mm. Well, good. That sounds awesome. So if you um, practically want to jump in with this group, mm -hmm. um, what's the process for that right now? Well, <laughs> you can do it one of two ways or three ways. Uh, so, so our group here at Grace Bible Church is going to begin in about three weeks. You can call the church office at 936-564-8867 to get registered. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> or you can go online on the internet to gracebiblechurch.com. And if you scroll to the bottom of that first page, you will see Grief Share listed along with a lot of other activities. And you can click on Get Details <laughs> under Grief Share. And then it'll take you to uh, the online sign up for that. Another way that you can do it is you can go to griefshare.com online. And on their front page, there's a place where you can search for a group mm -hmm. and you can either type in your zip code or Nacogdoches, Texas or Garrison, Texas, wherever you happen to live. And it will then show you the three possibilities in our area. Okay. Timber Creek Church over in Lufkin and us right here in Nacogdoches. Great. So if this is, um, so you're starting on the 21st, is that right? Yes. And so let's just, let me just clarify this. So let's say someone wanted to start in the middle. Mm -hmm. Is that possible or do they need to try to start at the beginning? No, it is possible because the way that Grief Share is structured is that each week's session, which in our case will run 90 minutes, some churches do it for a longer session time, and then there are 13 weeks of sessions, but each one is self-contained okay. in that it has its own specific topic. So if you come this week and you get that, and then you can't come back for three weeks, you'll just be getting whatever is up three weeks from then. Great. And then you can actually see all of the session videos online. So if you come our third week and then can go from there, but you want to go back and pick up what happened in the first two sessions, you can do that online on your own. Oh, that's great. That's good. Well, great. Yeah, because, I mean, who knows? I mean, somebody gets COVID, they have to miss a couple of weeks, and the fact that they can jump back in is is a good thing. Uh, well, I am, I am, uh, 
don't know if excited is the right word, but uh, but I'm I'm thankful, I guess, you know, that this is going to be happening and this would be an opportunity for people to to have a a, a way to um, to process and mm-hmm. to not be alone and to hopefully, you know, come away with some helpful things to, you know, to continue, you know, it's not like we never, it's always going to be there. Right. You know, but it's, it's about, you know, having support and help and maybe some good ways to think about it. And so, uh, really grateful that that's going to be happening. And so, uh, like Lou said, you can, you can go on and, and, and register and uh, get the information you need to be there. And so you'll be meeting, was it seven to eight 30? Is that right? Yes. Mondays from seven to eight 30 in the evening. And, um, in addition to the videos and the discussion groups, then each participant also gets their own copy of the Grief Share Workbook. Okay. And that has a lot of exercises that um, the participants will do uh, just on their own at home. Um, and also each week has a lot of scripture that relates to the topic of that week and other kinds of resources in the workbook. Too. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Uh, well, Lou, I appreciate you so much uh, taking a minute to share that with uh, with with the church body, and uh, and also helping to lead that along with Gloria and the others that are um, going to be you know helping to facilitate this. I think that's incredibly helpful. Um, and you know, having lost my grandmother as you as you mentioned a, a moment ago uh, back in August, uh, I found out we were we were having a um, a staff meeting a couple weeks ago and talking about grief, and I just realized how. I think you described it as as ambush grieving, where yes. you know you don't even see it coming, and and it's just back, and um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it it is something that sometimes catches us off guard, and it's good to talk about with others, and um, of course everybody I'm sure has a different method or process or a, a state that they're in with that, um, but what I'm thankful for with what we're talking about is. Um, that we're going to look to scripture, find out what the Lord says about it, and we're going to have a group to to support us. And so um, that's really exciting. So, And, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about it. God has said a lot about it. You yeah. Know, he has said that he is close to the brokenhearted. Yeah. And, uh, and it is a unique experience. Yeah. No two people experience grief exactly the same way. Um, and... So through something like Grief Share, you can learn various tools that will help you as you pursue your own unique journey. Yeah. Well, Lou, thanks so much for sharing today. And um, church, we look forward to gathering with you again this Sunday to worship the Lord who is with us, who does know us, knows our greatest needs, our greatest hurts, our struggles, and yet is big enough to, to love us and to forgive us in Christ and to comfort us by his spirit that, that's with us. He is with us. And so uh, we praise God for who he is and what he's done, and we'll get to do that together uh, on Sunday. So we'll see you then. And thanks again. Thank you.